Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the thrills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for up next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you found us. And of course, live. Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Hello, Twitch room. This is BDE Elite. Yes, it is. This is your Wednesday night AEW roundup show oh yeah yeah we are your nxt friends friends and we talked about nxt last night and now the war is over there's no more wars it was an imaginary war imaginary apparently. war everyone's a winner at the end of it yeah yeah us the viewers yeah means another night of wrestling absolutely meaning more nights that you are uh busy watching wrestling great I mean, time to be single right just watch wrestling all the time <laughs> yeah yeah you don't need a life yeah, you can just watch wrestling. It never leaves you. It yeah. continues on and Every on Every night on. of the week. Every night. Every and single Multiple night. shows in case you watch MLW. Because, mm. like, hey, they're coming back with, like, a whole new thing. Yep. With Vice and stuff like that. Live shows. Wow, crazy. So much wrestling. And we talk about it way too much. And, uh, yeah, WrestleMania week. Up next Mania week in the past. And we continue on like it's... Like it never happened. <laughs> That's No, that was raw. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they pretended like WrestleMania yeah. just never happened. Uh, yeah, so uh, what's going on? How are you? Good. I think it's been a, a bit of a hard day yeah. for both of us. Um, as you know, if you listen to us. Um, and if you're new to us, this is the part of the show where we don't talk about <laughs> AEW. So um, deal with it. Um, yeah, we've been looking for a new place to live. We've... Uh, we've viewed a lot of places we've been rejected by a few unfortunately they hate us they hate us because they ain't us yeah um a lot of people kind of don't really understand what we do and just want easy easy people to right. who'll pay them money even though 
we'll pay the money as well. Uh, so it's been a bit hard and we've applied for like another place today. Not feeling overly confident, but maybe a little better about this. But fingers crossed. Yeah, we're, we're cutting it down to the wire. Hey, that's how we do things. Oh, yeah. Right down to the wire. So a little stressful. I've been eating my feelings a bit today. We, yeah, we had some food. We were having some, like, I don't know, like Japanese and Korean candy yeah. and chocolate just before this show. What a, what a night. Yeah. Just what a, it's fucking cold in here in it's, Canada. It's snowing again. It's blizzards and stuff. It's, it's just, we're it's just not cold? having a good time, guys. I, I'm, I'm wearing long johns right now. That's stupid. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. That's not that's cool. crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's cause we're here in Canada. Just stuck yeah. up here in these rules. Of- so, I, yeah, I'd say overall today's been frustrating. <laughs> so today wasn't the best day It ever. wasn't a good day. No, no, but tomorrow is a new day. Yeah. And the sun will come out. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, maybe. Tomorrow. Is it meant to? Is it 18 degrees again so. tomorrow? Eight, eight? 18. Oh, 18. Is it was like-, like that a week ago. Yeah. Not even. Damn. It looked... Be- we're going to talk about AEW, who's... The- the show's outside and like shots of the first like little bit of the show is like so beautiful it's lovely. florida it's yeah. like well i wish I w- we were there yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah uh so tonight was AEW, and um it seems like they're pushing for what uh is their next big like big special is going to be blood and guts mm. uh in the next little while what is it may is it may 5th or, or yes something I like that so. so in a few weeks there yeah uh i don't know if it was just bad wording or uh, miss said or something but i think it was tony maybe that said uh this one match event so i don't know if it's if it's literally going to take up the whole show not necessarily the match but maybe hype around it and everything and maybe or maybe i'm reading too much into it or is miss said but yeah they said a one match event <clears throat> okay Unless that just means like this is the draw it's right. like a, a big match one big match but how, how would you feel if it was that? If you had maybe the whole second hour is the match and the whole first hour is maybe for new viewers to kind of like a big promo, Dickie Bird style package to kind of yeah. highlight every player in each team and something could be quite cool and maybe a bit different and build it up more like a sporting event rather than your weekly wrestling yeah. show. Yeah, Stadium Stampede felt like a sporting event, mm. like the different teams and different people and ridiculous stuff in between, but... Yeah, uh, I think it's it sounds pretty interesting. Uh, maybe you know, judging we are supposed to be moving, maybe we'll do our first ever AEW Dynamite watch along. Hopefully for Blood and Guts. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we'll, we'll keep our fingers we'll have a crossed. Nice place for it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so we've just been hanging out. We started watching a little bit of a show. We're doing an up yours with a world champ patron of our Patreon, Chris Thunder from Down Under, has chosen Melbourne City Wrestling uh, Brewery Brawl. Yes. From like a few years ago with familiar faces in, in NXT, Quite WWE, few, yeah. AEW and stuff. Um, some Australian wrestling and Chris Thunder from Down Under is uh, quite the Aussie wrestling mm. fan. He knows everything. And uh, that was his pick for an episode of Up Yours that we're doing. And we were kind of watching that before AEW. We were yeah, like, let's, oh. let's get into the Scottish rules match. A Scottish rules match, which involves uh, many rounds of a me- wrestling matches contested like there's submissions or pinfalls. And in between the rounds you have to have a pint of beer and a shot of vodka yeah or in one of the guys cases a shot of vodka and a shot of whiskey and then you fight the next round and it continues for five rounds yeah it's fun it's gonna be a fun show what if we did that match that's uh, a future i mean i'd be terrible right now that would be a future up next mania yeah. uh, uh we would change the name though yeah we just steal scottish na- rules now scottish we'll make, rules. make it our own rules bd rules yeah we, we, well we don't are we we're not super vodka it would be white claw 
clawed out. You'd have to have a claw. It would claw be a claw and a, a shot of what? Uh, what's the Burt Reynolds? <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Kamikaze. <laughs> Kamikaze. Yeah. Woo! The Ric Flair shot. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so listen to us talk about all that, and we can't wait to talk about some uh, Aussie wrestling, because uh, there's some stars that have come through like mm. these these places, and uh, it's interesting. And then we also have a Was Next, where we go back and re-watch NXT from the beginning, and if you subscribe to the Patreon, you can see all the old Was Next in order going through. Big E's the champ. And there's Cesaro, Alberto Del Rio shows up for some reason. Yeah. Uh, pa- uh, what is it? Paige and Emma and Summer Ray. You got Conor O'Brien and uh, Corey Graves who want the title. It's yeah. It's all kicking Scott off. Scott Dawson and Luchasaurus were on it. Oh, just yeah. Last week we watched, yeah. but yeah, uh, some more of that. And I know people are are uh, hyped for the Mortal Kombat movie, and we just did a review of that. The OG. 9095 one and I think we I could just watch 90s movies all day every day mm. and not ever be, be bored cuz maybe it's like cuz I'm a 90s kid it like holds a special place but just nine shitty 90s movies are just like the best they're fun yeah like we went we got a little it was 420 last night and before going to bed I went through this like YouTube rampage of making you watch 90s movie trailers oh well it's it started off with Loch Ness which with we Ted Danson. we're gonna do for uh, St. Andrew's Day yeah Scottish rules right there uh, we stumbled upon Ted Danson starring in a movie called Loch Ness which we have to do uh, it looks so fucking ridiculous um, so terrible it's like this kids movie about a Loch Ness monster yeah we missed we could have done Burns Day in January it's gonna have to be St. Andrew's Day yeah. in November All right. we, we'll do that Loch Ness review and then we watched uh, some clips in the trailer of uh, Small Soul Soldiers. Oh, yeah. Great 90s movie. Yeah. Kids love that one. Phil Hartman, the best. Um, and then Dunstan checks in. Dunstan course. checks in. We've got to do a watch along for that. Du- a watch along of Dunstan checks in? So. That would have been the 420 watch along. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can do another time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like there could be like uh, stoner, stoner Sunday, stoner Saturdays watch alongs that are in the near yeah. future with some patrons there. But uh, yeah, well, that's what we've been, just been doing our time. That was our 420. And then tonight, I think we might. After this, play a bit of meatloaf, play a bit of Celine, oh. play a bit of Bonnie. Why is that? Rip Jim Steinman. I only yeah. found this out today. You yeah. let me know. But yeah, Jim Steinman. Yeah, he's he, written all those bangers. Oh, yeah. Or those any kind songs. of eight-minute power ballad probably written by that guy. Yeah, like Meatloaf, Celine have some of the great, greatest mm. like song ballads there, and it's because of that guy, Jim. Yeah. So. For Crying Out Loud is one of my like all-time favorite songs. Yeah. Uh, I think it's beautiful song and it's, it's him he wrote it all he wrote jim yeah good guy uh, you hear about the other rest in peace but what about jim johnston who's still going on about wwe and their shitty theme music so he's like you know what any wrestlers who need theme music hit me up right we well we've got to hit him up right we gotta hit him up yeah we've best got concert to... we've ever seen jim johnston at all out starcast was pretty good yeah <laughs> Up there with churches, I think. Up there with churches? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, up there with... Uh, fuck, who else have we seen because of wrestling? You've seen a lot of people because of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just seen, like, Flo Rida five yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm jealous that you saw Greenlight live. Oh, yeah, that was great. That was a great night. That's a, what a moment. WrestleMania moment. Uh, so, yeah, I know we briefly mentioned, and I mean briefly, is I've spent all day making memes and talking to people about Samoa Joe and CM Punk and how it's going to happen because mm. that's I love my conspiracy theories in wrestling but uh, AEW is kind of where a lot of people like some of the wrestlers tonight who have been in WWE and now have you know ended up here in AEW and now with like all of these other releases from WWE is there 
any like is the iconics like a like just that totally makes sense that they'd show up here no i i think the iconics um i see them in impact i think they're an impact okay act. they're not okay. so i i don't think they're gonna the women's division in aew needs uh your like better women wrestlers to bolster it and that's where it's it's improved when you've had thunder rosa and serena deeb in there and hikaru shida i think the division as a whole has has improved over the last few months i don't think peyton royce and billy Kay will add to that but i see kind of the the wackiness in impact them just doing a load of backstage stuff the odd three minute match on tv and that kind of be it and i i think that's a better role for them because I think they're entertaining, but I don't necessarily want to see them in serious wrestling angles. What about? Uh, okay, I'm gonna just name some of the other ones. If mm. you want, where you would see them? Because you maybe you're right. Iconics and Impact kind of mm. wouldn't make sense. Would the same go for Tucker Knight? Well, Tucker Knight's going to the Jericho podcast. Yeah, apparently, apparently. Uh, open invitation from Jericho from Twitter there. Yeah, um, I can't wait because apparently this guy's got stories to tell. <laughs> Um, he's gonna read them off. His, it's gonna his be the most downloaded <laughs> podcast ever. Um, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Tucker one. Uh, Tucker, I don't see much. Maybe, maybe NWA, something like that. Sure. I don't know. What about I, Kalisto? Serena, I think Selena. What is his name? Selena the Soul. Something like that. Something like that. Samurai. Uh, I think he'll be fine. I I can see him doing ROH maybe. Um, I think yeah, there's there's room for another luchador anywhere, really. MLW perhaps. Uh, Chelsea Green. In AEW, AEW. She was in all. She was at All In. Yeah, right? I think so. she'd be be good for AEW. Yeah, uh, Mickey James. Uh, NWA. I guess that would make- with her husband Nick Aldis. Yeah, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, what about Bo? Dallas. Bo Dallas. I heard he's got a farm and like pigs and stuff, so maybe he's just chilling. Yeah, where does he live? Carolinas, is it? Probably. Um I'd say maybe Impact with Zach and Kurt. Yeah. Okay. What about Wesley Blake? <laughs> um Fuck. Sorry, Wesley Blake. Um yeah. I I <laughs> <laughs> nowhere so wait so wesley blake and steve cutler are both gone yeah i mean if they if they teamed up maybe yeah, maybe they're, go, forgot- they're literally the forgotten they are sons. forgotten but maybe like again impact tag division could so you're telling me them. Riker didn't get released no it's ridiculous right that's pretty interesting yeah uh, i yeah i'd say an impact has a tag team as a singles guy i don't really see much for him mm. i heard um and i know obviously it wasn't part of this but andrade like like leaving he's someone still i'm interested in seeing maybe possibly go to new japan and freshen some yeah things up, i think but... roh to new japan for andrade and i've already mentioned like samoa joe i'm not sure if he will wrestle but like for me it would be crazy to see him tied up with ishii obviously that's the one ma- i think that's the match but my my uh tinfoil hat on my head says book ring of honor should just be calling like whoever their their supporter who who runs ring of honor like the backing S- sinclair yeah look you need to give us like five mil we'll 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 make like double it you just gotta let us pay punk and joe ridiculous amount of money <laughs> to do a ring of honor one reunion. night only and and they'll come up with this idea and it'll get be snoop dogg involved thriller should <laughs> yeah. book joe versus punk yeah no i think aew should do like this this one-off match where it's 
when when you can do a crowd so i'm talking like in a year plus punk and joe and i think it'll be quite a big you know what i how i think AEW feel i think they are like we were today or at least i was we've been looking at places we put an offer in for somewhere and then after we put an offer in we saw another place we liked and perhaps prefer Mm -hmm. i feel that's AEW with big show (laughs) they're like yeah fuck it we'll get big show in big show's free let's snap up big show Oh, we could have had we could have had Samoa Joe. We could have had Andrade if we just held on another week wow. or two. Oh, but we've just given Big Show all this money. Oh, better put him on dark elevation. Man, he's he's great. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love Big Show, but yeah, it's Botchmania is quite interesting lately. They there's a lot of oh, it's fun. AEW clips mm. on, on there. Um, yeah, we 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 have a tradition where we watch when we when we know there's a new Botchmania, we like make a night of it. We get a joint ready. It's always too short. I'm, too always, short. I'm always mad when it ends. Yeah, I would watch like I've got to try like, and find older ones, but we just like go watch old screen ones. things. Yeah, and... we watch a lot of the old ones just because we've watched all of them already. Yeah. It's like we just go back and, and rewatch them. But uh, at, at Up Next Podcast, what's the best Botchamanias out there? Some of the old ones we got to watch. I guess. We've watched all of them at some point. There's so many of them. Shout out Matthew, that guy. He's amazing. MJ in the room is saying you act like they don't have money when it comes to AEW. I, I mean more, not even so much the money, but the fact that just how it looks. Like you don't want to look like that company that's just bringing in all these... Ex- ex WWE guys because yeah. we've seen how that's turned out before and I think you make an exception for a Joe and an Andrade but so soon after Big Show Christian and all the Vicky Guerrero like all these other ones <laughs> it's like it feels Tony Khan's got to like ask is it his dad who's got all the money someone mm. he's, got, he's like come on dad I need a little bit more uh, uh, leeway cash here for mm. this this company i'm working on uh, you and your you and your sand pit of toys over there with that wrestling thing mm. what do you need what do you dad i just i need a little bit i need a few more bucks for joe no, yeah. what no you you got you got all these people joe's old but dad i want joe i want him okay fine you can, yeah yeah i don't know i feel like that's the joe going to AEW would be would be pretty cool and there's definitely some dream matches but maybe he's not ready to wrestle maybe yeah there's some interesting uh kind of chess pieces here that move around you're like oh right i want to see all these wrestlers like make careers and and you know support their mm. their their lives and stuff like that and doing it through wrestling so i hope they all like thrive and, and do land places if they choose to go forward with pro wrestlings but uh that's why you need places like impact MLW yeah, for sure. and stuff so yeah uh good stuff i hope they're i hope they're all right but i want to see joe out of the whole list yeah and talking of impact i'm going to be doing a primer this friday with john Cena uh to get you all ready for the big match this sunday because uh yeah you wouldn't have really known it's going ahead from <sighs> tonight's show um but rich swan kenny omega is the main event title for title this sunday and i'll be doing a post show as well for that with Cena. so uh, we'll get you all prepared this Friday. Deep Impact Returns. Deep Impact Returns. That's right. It was dead, but it's back. Yeah. So a primer for catching up on all the stuff for the show this weekend. And then Sunday, you'll be doing a watch-along. Yes. And a post-show yes. for 
impacts uh revolution 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 that's a band rebellion sorry rebellion, rebellion. Ah, yeah. see got you rebellion tricked you yeah yeah they're so, all the same uh so there's some extra free podcasts out there as well coming out this week so check out up next bd elite this show shot in the dark and some of these deep impact stuff that you're doing this weekend so all the podcasts and i one last thing is world champ patrons this week we're gonna be recording i think friday brand new behind the bde oh yeah and you can tell we're, we're having a hard time. Oh, I've got a lot to get off my chest, oh, Braden. Cyclists, beware. <laughs> oh, yeah. Construction people, you're out. You're getting it. You're getting it. Yeah, now's the time. Sign up for World Champ Patron uh, at patreon.com slash up next, and you get access to all the podcasts, including episodes of Behind the BDE, our most uh, uh, coveted show. Yeah. People love this show. Ask Wei Ting. Ask him. Ask Wei Tang about <laughs> behind the PTE. Wei Wei's salivating. He's like, "Oh my god, Ooh, I can't you... wait to hear." We looked at Wei's building today, the last building he we lived did, in. Yeah, yeah, we looked where he used to yeah. live. Uh, so that's a show coming out there. But North American tier guys, sign up. Our Patreon is bumping this month. Mm, thank you so thank much you to everyone. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. We appreciate it. We are proudly supported by our Patreon, and go support us for only five bucks US. You can get access to all the shows, best match ever, was next, all that stuff, and uh, we love doing it for you. So all the shows in the back catalog there, uh, including I, I know that we've done so many movie reviews that like tie into certain things and stuff, and so many best matches ever. And I know the Austin podcast came out. We did a best match ever, Austin versus Rock, yes. which all their matches combined and in, in ratings and all that stuff. That was great. That's out there as well. So so many things, so many podcasts, so much wrestling. Let's talk about AEW from April. 21st so 421 still counts we start the show with hangman adam page taking on ricky starks from team taz taz joins the commentary booth um I, we mentioned botchamania the best parts of it lately taz are, is fantastic it's taz, and it's all his commentary from like dark and stuff and it's, i wouldn't call it a botch it's just not giving a shit it's just I'm him just fucking around it's us yeah, it's, it's us so talking funny. about all the sorts of shit we talk about so hangman versus starks here uh hangman sends ricky to the outside and hits the pascada like crossbody to the outside there's the pump handle fall away bridge suplex for a near fall uh starks gains control and starts throwing page into the ropes and turnbuckles like viciously a few times there uh he goes for a springboard but gets clotheslined and then a brain buster from hangman but it's only a near fall. Starks hit him with hits him with a sit out power bomb, but it's only a two. There's an avalanche fall away slam from Page. Then the buckshot, but it's missed. There's a spear by Starks for a two. Great looking spear from Ricky. But Hangman eventually hits the buckshot and then sort of locks in the STF. It kind of looks like he's going for the bully choke. No, I think he hits the the dead. No, he goes the dead eye. Did he hit the buckshot? Yeah, I think so. so okay. Yeah, I, I and then he's going for the submission, but it's like the STF. But like, kind of with the bully choke, bully choke and hooking the ankle. It looks well. like it makes John Cena's STF not look too good. No, but it, it, well, John Cena <laughs> makes his STF not look good. Yeah. Uh, so this was the the win here. It's the tap out. So Starks taps out. Yeah, Starks kind of tweaked his ankle earlier in the match and is selling it throughout. So kind of made sense with uh, Paige kind of taking advantage of that with the submission here. Uh, I like that this is a a new way to win for page adding a submission to his arsenal now just i like when people can have different finishes uh pretty entertaining opening match um i thought starks looked good both guys worked well i liked that uh ducked buckshot into the spear i thought that looked pretty cool uh but good opener yeah hangman always just kind of shines in here like i think we said a few times they always put him in the opening match and it's like 
they keep saying he's the highest ranked. He deserves a title shot. And it's like, they just keep saying that. So Mm. I'm kind of like, all right, well, what's the next step? But, um, after this match, Taz grabs a mic and says, Hey, you dummy hangman, you got lucky. You're ranked, but you got lucky. So watch your back. And from behind, Paige is attacked by Hook, Taz's son. And then Ricky and him beat him up. There's two on one attack. In black leather pants and a white tank top. The gun's out. Gun's out. Yeah, Hook's guns are out. Hook is getting jacked, boy. Um, and out comes Brian Cage to beat up on Hangman too, but the Dark Order come out for the save, so uh, Hangman is standing tall, so possibly more Team Taz versus Dark Order down the line. Down the line. But, uh, yeah, one of many brawls at the end of matches. Lots tonight. of brawls, yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was fine. Um, I like Hangman, and I like Ricky, but it, it, it did its purpose, I guess. Mm. We see the Elite with their personal cameraman, Brandon Cutler, be, yes. be, you know, being behind, what is it? Being the elite. That's their thing. So he's like now and they're, they got this like trailer all set up. So they're going to hang out in there uh, and more on that later. And then we go to our next match, which is Penta Zero Miedo with Alex Abrahantes, Penta says guy with the Penta says shirt. Mm. <laughs> of course, you got to get that out. But Penta comes out as Bat Penta. Bat- All in black, yeah. yeah. But he's got the Batman ears as well. He's he's posted a picture of this gear, and he's like Bat Penta Batman. And I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what you, that's what you look like. Uh, and they have a little insert thing, and it's one of the Penta says, and they say that uh, he's going to beat Trent here tonight. And if Orange Cassidy gets involved, we're going to turn him into juice. So that's what Penta said. Right. That's what he said. So Trent with a question mark comes out, and he's they're using best friends music. Yeah. Um. I think this is a good thing. Keep the Pixies special for uh orange casty uh i know john Cena was tearing his hair out for uh the amount of times he heard uh the pixies on shot in the dark this week just watch fight fight club over yeah. and over again just to hear that song <laughs> yeah that's the song <laughs> i like uh pixies here come your man in 500 days of summer when he's doing karaoke that's the song I'm right like, that's a banger so the best friends theme is pretty banging too though i like that theme. yeah so Trent versus Penta. Trent sends him to the outside and hits a tope con Hilo early on. Goes back in the ring, but is hit with a sling blade from Penta. There's then a commercial where Penta goes to hit him on the outside to the ring post, but like punches the ring post here, which looked nasty. Back in the match, Trent hits a half and half suplex in the middle of the ring. Penta kicks out. There's then the, I call it the made in Japan. I'm not sure what he calls it with a Penta driver or something, yeah. but just looks nuts here. The pump handle into like a Muchinoku style thing for a near fall. There's then a spot where Trent pile drives Penta on the apron. This looked very Terry Funk esque, like the, the way he dropped him down. It looked, yeah, it looked pretty scary, the sit out, but then Trent's head doesn't hit the. Yeah. I think JR even brings it up. It's like that probably hurt Trent's tailbone more. I, I think Trent hit the move. Sorry? I think Trent hit it on Penta, and Penta was the one who took it. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Penta's head wasn't anywhere near the, yeah. the apron, but. Trent took it bad. Uh, so while he's laid out here, um, there's then uh, like a running spear on the outside from Trent. This is where Alex gets involved and says, hey, Penta says you suck. Penta says your friends suck. And Trent, Penta says your mama sucks. Ooh. And he's so upset because how dare you talk about Sue like that. Meanwhile, there's commotion. Orange Cassidy's in the ring, but he eats a super kick. Alex 
while the ref is distracted from all this, uses the mic and nails Trent in the head. Then Penta hits the Penta package pile driver, nailing Trent here, pins him. Penta beats Trent. Yeah, this was good, but I kind of was expecting a bit more. Uh, something didn't quite connect with me with this one. Um, yeah, maybe I was expecting something a little crazier and the uh, the interference was just a bit like, eh, okay, we're going to interference again. Um, but it was okay. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. I think these two are like some of the greatest workers they got in this company. Me too. Sure. I think they're kind of, especially Trent is a bit of a sleeper. Both of these guys yeah, are Yeah, and I think that's why I was like, oh, okay, I was expecting more of a banger. I would just say, give them 20 minutes and don't do tomfoolery and let, yeah. right at the very end, just all you need is, is a distraction and a low blow mm. penta package powder. You don't need all this penta set. Don't, you've already made it. You're doing what WWE does. Oh, what? They like the penta says thing. All right. Let's put it on a shirt. Let's like say it six million times and I make mean, fun that of- is what this company is. I I like the act. I like. Alex with him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just something didn't click with me. I I think because I was expecting like this to be a bit of a sleeper hit. Tonight. It had some cool stuff in it. And again, Penta is one of my favorites to watch full stop in wrestling with these days. And Trent is, again, a sleeper wrestler. You always like sleep on him and then you go, oh, that was an amazing match. But uh, yeah, I, I like this a lot. But I thought definitely I just mm. was expecting maybe a bit more. Um, we're just jaded wrestling fans. Yeah, that's what we, we are. Nowhere to live. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we go to Jr. with a backstage interview with the Pinnacle mm. MJF, and he's he's talking about Chris Jericho and his immortal promo that people are talking about. And he says, "You're making fun of my scarf. Well, I've been rocking Burberry since being on Rosie O'Donnell." So he takes it off, and he says that Tully got him a new gift, and Tully's at home writing plays for Blood and Guts match. So Wardlow hands him a new gift from Tully, and it's a silk Burberry scarf. Like JR feels it and is like, oh, it's nice. JR just reaches over like, hey, that's yeah, pretty nice. nice. Wardlow says, hey, Jericho, you're not, you're, you're pretty good on the mic. That was a great promo, but you're not as good as Max. And that was one of the best promos, and that says hell of a lot. But when you started talking about me, you stumbled on your words. That's because when Wardlow came out of your mouth, you knew you were doing something wrong. You are a bee and you wrestle you're you, you wrestle bees and hang around bees to make yourself feel like an A. You're not really an A. You're just trying to surround yourself. And MJF continues saying, You've outsmarted everyone except me. You can't outsmart me. You fought everyone and made your your yourself famous over Kenny and Cody and everyone he kind of has feuds with. And now we're the best faction and i'm undefeated which i'm like wait a second is, I, is he undefeated he lost a few matches tag matches and stuff uh, the only time he lost was in singles was against mox who cheated right that's right he says i am undefeated so i guess he's undefeated in singles mm. action yeah he says which which means i beat you in that singles match chris which means technically i am better than you and you do know that because mm. i beat you it, it's on the record books. And you said, I'm a mark. Well, I am a mark. I'm a mark for your spot. And at May 5th, I'm going to take it. And when you're in the pinnacle, you're always on top. Yeah. Boom. And then you just, I like I like how Sean Spears and FTR were just sitting there. I was just going to say, I thought Sean Spears was great in this. <laughs> you mean um, the side of his face that was shown? I, MJF always sounds good, so... 
I don't want to go too much into him because he's he's always great on the mic. I thought Wardlow was really good here. I think Wardlow is someone who uh, could be a real big star for them because I thought he sounded very confident here. He's a good-looking guy and has been pretty entertaining in the ring from from what I've seen. I don't... I hate bringing up... I hate in kayfabe the word promo being used. Does this make sense? Because I feel within the world of wrestling, wrestlers aren't cutting promos. They're like just speaking how their character feels at that time. Mm. So when you say promo, it feels more of a like, oh, your your monologue. You just had your monologue or whatever. Mm. So saying Jericho's promo, like Bill, oh, he had one of the best promos ever last week. I don't know. It's not something you hear in wrestling. Uh, that's that's fine. I I didn't really quite pick up on that because everyone knows what like that's called but like no but i don't think it's something like why would a wrestler praise someone else for speaking well i i don't know it feels weird to me it feels something as a fan i'm like oh he had a great promo it feels within tv patting each other on the great oh great promo last week i don't know it feels a bit weird to me uh, they're just being cheeky heels and mm. stuff but yeah uh it was fine I, mjf cuts a Cuts a great promo. It's it's obviously he's the mouthpiece for the, but literally the other three guys did not say anything. No. So yeah, but overall like pretty solid and pretty mean with the Burberry looking clean. Mm. Yeah, we go to our next segment, which is a match, a women's championship match. The champion Hikaru Shida defending against the challenger Ty Conti, and you know we're Team Ty here because we've been following her for. Quite a while, NXT and all that stuff, and finally she's here. Even when her 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 whole thing was Latinas do it better, and yeah. are you crazy? We followed Tay for a long time. Yeah, yeah. We uh we have a, a group chat, and Tay is still the background of that group chat. <laughs> she is, yes. <laughs> so Tay Conti getting her shot here. They have a little epic little like promo package for this, and it's basically Hikaru Shida. Saying, yeah, you're good, but you're just, uh, you're not, you're not ready yet, essentially. Kind of downplaying it. So it kind of baby faces Ty even more so in this spot. There's shots of her doing press ups in the, on the beach, running around with a kendo stick. She's like, you got Daniel LaRusso. Uh, Ty Conti training. Uh, yeah, good little hype package made it feel a bit of a bigger deal. Look, Kyle Riley was on a beach and his prime <laughs> yeah. target. All you need is their baby. You just need wrestlers on a beach fighting in slow motion, kicking and punching and stuff. And it just looks great. So Ty Conti versus Hikaru Shida. They do a bow of respect in the beginning of the match because it is technically babyface versus babyface. There's then a forearm exchange, both of them just killing each other back and forth. There's an enziguri on the outside and then a, a like a, like a, is it a brain buster on the, a suplex, which looks great. There's then in the ring submission back and forth exchanges, different holds and different locks. Uh, Ty hits her with a super kick and then it hits her judo throws and maintains wrist control, which JR's like, look, she's, she's, she knows how to do this because she's the former like judo expert here. There's German suplexes. There's a pump kick and then another one. There's this spot where she lays Sheeta up on the turnbuckle and then like sentons her off. Off of it, which looks pretty cool. Uh, but then Sheeta comes back after kicking out with a high knee and a falcon arrow, but Ty kicks out of it. So then she, Sheeta lifts up Ty and throws her into the turnbuckle and this time like, like drop it. It's almost like the Chicago skyline that Colt Cabana yeah. does, but drops her there, which they, they call the witch's shot. Kind of like the snake eyes, I guess, what with the body on the turnbuckle here. Only a near fall. Ty comes back with the Ty KO, but 
Sheeta kicks out. There's then the bastard driver from Sheeta for a near fall. Back and forth strikes, just slugging each other. And then this crazy, like, fireman backbreaker and then the, the running knee strike. That the She did it like a spinning knee this yeah, time. Yeah, it, it was great. wild. Um, and Sheeta pins Conti and retains the title. Really like this. I've been pretty negative on Sheeta's run uh, with the title, but I think recently she's had a few, like, really good matches and it's making her... Her reign seem a bit more legitimate. Uh, Ty obviously not winning here, but she's going to be a star. Like you can just see it, and she's so much better than she used to be. How how WWE didn't see anything in her? I I don't get it. Like great looking, she shows so much personality with her facial expressions. She's got a legitimate background. I just don't get how they let this girl go. Um, she'll be the champ here one day. Um, but I kind of see her a bit like Zoe Stark has been on NXT. Yeah. Like she doesn't need to win right now. Just have good matches and turn heads. And then eventually when we're ready for that story, where it's that, that chase for the title, she'll, she'll be great. And she'll have people behind her. Yeah. It sounded like, Hey, I want to do this. And if I'm going to do this, I want to try to be the best at doing Mm. this. And they kind of maybe didn't see her as that. And that obviously pissed her off. She was, she was vocal for quite a while and then made the jump and look how like far she's come. Definitely. Uh, this was one of the best matches of of the night on this show. This was, this was a highlight for me and we were both kind of like rooting for her. Like, ah, this could be a nice little switch up here, but deep down I was kind of like, ah, but it's not quite ready for like the story can be great. And long-term booking the story with her and Anna Jay, can be something Absolutely, that's yeah. like, cause she's taking her spot kind of with the dark order, but yeah, uh, very impressive from both. And Sheeta became this like really cold baby face and you're kind of like, all right, like this definitely like just deliver good matches. That's yeah. what the baby face should be doing too and, and retaining stuff. And I'm interested in seeing like some of the, the lineup that she has for the title next, which brings us to Britt Baker mm. who comes out right after this and shows some rankings here being like, Hey, uh, I, I think I should beat you. Commentary mentioned that maybe someone had altered uh, some of the graphics here because of the lights out match, but it never happened. Sure. So it never it happened. It doesn't count. Nope. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think that's the obvious next big feud for Shida. That will be double or nothing. I think if you could get one more title defense for Shida in before then would be good because I definitely see a dropping to Brit. She needs, uh, to, Brit, drop it she to, needs Brit. to drop it to Brit. There's so much more Brit can do with it at this point. And Shida's kind of running out of opponents. Um, but yeah, th- this is good. This is a good direction. Yeah. Uh, double or nothing needs to be that match one on one Brit versus Hikaru. Yeah. And that's, that's when you flip it. We go to a vignette or sent in video promo from <laughs> Miro. And he's he talks about Kip, and Kip's not here. Kip's MIA with Penelope, and he says uh, this this business can eat you alive, and it's done it before, and it's doing it again. So I'm putting everyone who's got a title on notice. Darby, the TNT champion, I could take your title, or Kenny, I could take yours. He also talks about Darby and how his weird dad, dressed up dad, mm. face paint dad, comes out with you, creepy dad. I'm coming for a title down the line. So he's he's not playing. The idea of Miro. Darby, I think, is quite appealing. For sure. Um, Darby is someone who will absolutely be fine with just being ragdolled. Uh, and Miro's very good at ragdolling people. So I, I think that could be really fun, actually. Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I saw that um, Miro rented out a whole theater for the Mortal Kombat movie yeah, for the whole nuts. locker room. 
this week. So it's pretty cool. Nice guy. Yeah, he, he must love Mortal Kombat, though. Yeah, so. it's video games in it. Yeah. Did you know Miro likes video games? No, I wasn't aware. There was of no that. mention of it tonight. That's what I want from Miro. I bet if you dissect that promo, there was probably <laughs> something. Uh, There's probably a Mortal Kombat line that we missed. We go to the inner circle. Oh yeah. Oh, here we go. Judas in my mind. <laughs> That's how I feel. They are good guys now. Did you know that? They are. They're good guys. They're back in black, baby. Jericho says, Blood and Guts will be the most violent thing to take place live on TNT in history. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be gutsy. He he didn't say that, but he should (laughs) have. This is when I noticed Jericho looking pretty mad. I like this look they all got. with You know me. You know me. I always rock black. That's how it is. That's rock and roll. And they all look fantastic. They did. as, As I was looking at the gorgeous locks of hair from chris jericho and the, the the chain and just the outfit which was on point i happened to notice that his eyes looked a little glossed over he could have done with some sunglasses tonight yeah. i think it would have it would have worked with his look and I maybe saw, helped i mean i could i i know we have a, you have a great hd uh tv and mm-hmm. we were watching live on what is what they even aired on tsn, TSN here TSN in canada legally yeah and i could just like for the the HD could just I could see like these 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 geese flying <laughs> these owls flying in the eyes of Chris Jericho yeah. those gray goose mm. eyes uh, looking um, I love Chris Jericho but I was like hey from one one brother to another I see uh, I see what's going on here already and mm. uh, I think I think I was right because then I was in a treat in it for a treat with this promo oh yeah Chris Jericho mentions the pineapple the pinnacle. Says Sammy. You have to keep having to remind him. Jericho starts talking about how Mike Tyson knocked Dash's teeth down his throat. And then says he's going to be eating dinner. And then this is when Hager comes in and is like, through a straw and throws these straws everywhere. Yeah, he goes, your mouth is going to be wide shut and you'll be eating your dinner. And then there's like this weird, like, I don't know if it was weird. It was weird. Uh, so Hager's then talking and then Jericho's talking some more. And it kind of was like, kind of like, huh? What? So Santana grabs the mic and says, uh, what- great description of the promo so far. <laughs> well, yeah, there isn't, there really isn't much that's happening. Santana grabs here. And I'd say like the high point of this is says that you guys, all you did was attack us from behind. And MJF, I saw through your rat ways, and where we come from, we call that bitch moves. And that's what you guys are, bitch moves. And we've seen the color of your blood, but at Blood and Guts, we'll see the size of your heart. Mm. And that was quite a banging line. Santana could talk. I think he looks so cool as well. He's the coolest guy in the group. Uh, He can talk. He can wrestle. Like, I really see this guy could break through one day. Yeah, because uh, he looks like a star to me. Yeah, and definitely. This was a really good promo, and we don't hear from him a lot. Uh, Jericho starts to talk about uh, MJF and how they did songs together, and then he says he has a song that's like a musical about my jerk off friend Max, and then starts like singing there. But then it's like he's got a head that looks like a troll. He's a dipshit. You know it's true. And but then he starts like they don't. And then I think it <laughs> sounded like it was like you, what you're a dipshit. You know it's true. I thought he was going to go, and the other week I flushed you down the loo, or something like right, that. Right, And it felt like that where was where he was going, and then he's like, ah, and then I... Gave you a swirly. Swirly. <laughs> Come on, everyone, chant swirly. Like, he he forgot the 
lyrics to this song. It, it felt like he forgot a lot of the punchlines yeah, of everything. Yeah, he did. It was just weird. Uh, and considering I think he's he's one of the best talkers ever. Mm. Just, that's why this stood out. Especially like last week, people were like critical of that one line he kind of flubbed. Whether it I loved, I, I don't, I don't know if uh, we brought it up, but in Wardlow's promo, he brought that up. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're a great promo, and yeah. then it came to me, and you're scared. Yeah, so here it's like the whole promo is in. Like you scared of everyone because <laughs> this sucked. He says, uh, "And that new silk scarf that Tully gave you, Max. Well, I, I first I grabbed it before you got it, and I washed it with my ass. So, haha. And next week, the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle are gonna have a parlay." So we're going to talk over war plans and, and get ready for the war. So that's next week. To be fair, whenever they do these like town halls or whatever the Inner Circle do, they're usually pretty fun. So uh, I think this will be pretty good. But uh, yeah, I think I think Jericho and Hager were partying a bit. What? We're not wrestling tonight? We're just going to go out and do a promo? Sure, yeah. Crack open that bottle. Uh, Chris Leone in the Twitch chat says, it's just like how we were last night for 420 up next. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I thought this was a little weird. This promo, yeah, it, it was off. It, it was felt definitely a little off. off. Santana like held it together. He should talk more. About. Yeah, he should be a mouthpiece more often. Yeah, I, I feel like some of the other guys can talk more as well. But yeah, uh, a little bit of a, a misstep here didn't quite hit for me. Um, but it's Jericho. But I, always I would pass. say this is the first week I feel the Pinnacle have actually won. Pinnacle sure. definitely won the promo battle tonight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll Sean get more. Spears just killing it. <laughs> maybe we'll get next week more of that because they're they're gonna go face to face and go go over war plans they should make they should make fun of jericho for this promo <laughs> maybe that's the the whole point maybe maybe it's like, jericho's yeah, losing it a bit he lost it flubbing his lines yeah damn that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be that's in-depth booking here yeah crazy um yeah we go to oh I, are you ready yeah it's the one are you ready for the one? The one. Do you know who the one is? Oh, Billy Gunn? The one, Billy Gunn. No, not Neo. Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn. That's right. The one Billy Gunn is here on AEW Dynamite, and he's going up against QT Marshall, Tony Soprano. Yes. Right. Uh, so Billy Gunn is part of the Nightmare family with mm-hmm. his kids, and QT has the whole story where he's he's left and he's got the factory now. Uh, the factory are ringside. Nick Camarado and um, Solo, Aaron Solo, Aaron Solo, yeah, they're ringside. And the Gun Club early on in this match help beat up those guys and chase them off. Therefore, it's like a one-on-one matchup here for QT and Billy Gunn. Uh, there's a sit-out pile driver from QT for a near fall. He keeps telling Billy Gunn to suck it. He, he, he's like, does the crotch chop and says, suck my dick. Yes. All the time. <laughs> uh, there's then a deep six from Billy Gunn. Billy still looks like the same. Billy, like, hasn't changed at all. He wrestles the same. He he moves the same. It's, it's really weird. Yeah, it's like he's still, like, He's exactly the same Billy Gunn from 20 years ago, it feels like. Uh, So they start brawling all around the ring after Billy gains some control. And when the ref is kind of distracted, um, out comes Anthony Agogo, who delivers the gut shot, the punch to Billy Gunn's, like, ribs. Mm. And he's just, like, taken out. And he hits the diamond cutter in the ring on Billy to pin him, just like DDP. And after this match, he gets out a wooden chair... It's just hanging around mm. under the ring here. He's going to smash it over him. But out comes Dustin 
Rhodes with some interesting face paint. Yeah, I saw he. I think it was on Twitter recently. He put out being like, "Hey, I need designs for new face paint. Can you draw up some stuff?" And people were sending in really cool stuff. And he he went with this one. It's just like a painted like. It's mask. half face. It's just like the mask. It's like it's, a mask. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. He looks like he's he's not. So he's not actually wearing a mask. No. He's just painted one yeah. on. Yeah. So he comes out for the save here, and he grabs QT, and he's beating him up, and somehow there's the bull rope that's involved here. Yeah. He's going to beat him with that, and he grabs the wooden chair, and Nick Camarado comes back, and he's face-to-face with Dustin. He swings the chair at him. Dustin nails Nick Camarado, and this wooden chair explodes. Over his ev- head. Yeah, over his head here, smacking him, but Nick Camarado just no-sells it. He mm. He's like... That doesn't even phase me at all. He just starts hulking up here. And, uh, yeah. He looks like a wild caveman. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I thought this was pretty good. I thought they, I thought this actually did quite a good job of um, putting over that Anthony Agogo gut punch. Uh, thought Billy sold it really well. Uh, that's two weeks now we've seen it and it's effective. Um, I think they're putting over Nick Camarado to, uh, yeah, just just so different looking mm. um and bit of this monster qt obviously he's not a main eventer but this is a way i think to showcase the guys a bit more uh so i'm kind of digging this and i don't know do you think we're going to get some bull rope m- match between dustin and qt yeah yeah why not that's definitely yeah. something that would be interesting i'm seeing the twitch chats mentioning that this is a callback to dusty breaking a chair over big bubba and Meng's head. Oh, okay. From WCW. So, cool. uh, I'm too young. I'm sorry. Yeah, bit of a throwback. But yeah, but that's, yeah, cool. that's cool. I don't mind this though. I like, I like there being good stories for your undercard. Um, I, I've got no problem with this. I know some people like the, the age thing with Dustin, but like for, for TV feud, I, I think he can still go. And I'm, I'm kind of invested with this as, as long as the end of this is getting over like a go-go and Camarado and solo. Yeah. This is all a good thing. We go to the elite, mm. the, the elite. They are in their private personal trainer. They got their cameraman, Brandon Cutler. They got their like, I don't know, accountant or tax man, Michael Nakazawa, who's there on the yes. laptop. And then the Good Brothers, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega and Don Callis all hanging out in this trailer. And they start running their mouths. They're all being dickheads here. And Don says Kenny's the AEW champ, the AAA champ, and soon to be the Impact champ. That's the only mention. The only mention. Didn't even say... And as of this Sunday on Access TV, he'll be this. It was just, he's going to be Impact Champion. Very weird. Yeah, it was like, that's the only... Apparently, we, we watched it in Canada, and apparently in the States on TNT, they did air an Impact commercial for mm. the show. But, like, this is the only mention of Very it. odd. <laughs> Very strange. Uh, the Bucks say, business went up in Japan because of all of us. We sparked the movement. It's called all elite wrestling. It's not called all Moxley Kingston wrestling. And these guys are just keep coming after us and they're a thorn in our side. And then like, we don't like them. We don't like them, but you guys know where we are. So if you have a problem with us, come knock on our door and come on, knock on our door is what they start saying. Yeah. Come here and, and see. So as Kenny starts to chime in to cut some promo here, he, this is probably where he was going to promote mm. Sunday, but he gets cut off. 
Yeah. <laughs> and there's honking. Someone's outside. So they're like, can someone, can some, so they go and they, they see, and then the camera cuts somewhere and we see this big pickup truck with like, like pimped out, pimped out like wheels, almost like a monster truck mm. mixed with a pickup truck. Sorry, I'm not a car person. I can't really. Big, 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 fuck big fucking car. trunk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would like a truck like this. Um, and it's Moxley and Kingston who get out and they drive this truck into the trailer mm. and we don't see footage of the the elite in it since that and then kingston and moxley get out of the truck and you hear them you got the pipe yeah i got it so they go into the trailer they bust in but they're not there the elite are not there and you just hear eddie kingston like going through their shit in the trailer and he's like where where are those shoes i'm looking for those sneakers where are the sneakers <laughs> the dior's and <laughs> Moxie's like, hey, man, I, th- I thought I told you, stop stealing people's sneakers. <laughs> Great callback. Great little line here from Moxley. Uh, so the story is they hit the trailer, but the elite weren't They in ran it. away. They ran away? Yeah. That's the story? Well, that's what they said. They went, you ran away, you're coward, you're bitch AF. Your bitch AF, says yeah. Moxley. And then Mox launches the pipe at the window and Eddie's like legit like, yo, like, can you wait for me to be out of the way? <laughs> like, jeez. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I just thought that this could have been something so simple to promote the impact thing. And look, you know how I feel about impact. Fuck that owl. It's- but couldn't it have been, this is where you'd let Kenny just go, yeah, this Sunday I'm going to be better champion than, I'm going to be a bigger impact champion than any of the ones before me. I know it was called TNA or just like start ripping on some stuff. Mention Rich Swan, And then you have Moxley and Kingston go, you know who we've, we contacted this week to kind of have our back. Rich Swan. Yeah. And they all show up together and one simple thing, but they didn't even do that. Yeah, I I find it very odd. Um, I find it very odd that we haven't had Rich Swan on Dynamite at all. Um, he could potentially be AEW champion. This yeah, and that's the thing. I I assume it might be a TNT thing with promoting another channel because mm. I don't understand why. As AEW, okay, either next week Kenny's going to be on TV and he's going to have a third title, or he's going to come on TV next week with no title. <laughs> Either way, you kind of want to explain. It's not like, okay, say when Brock Lesnar, when he was wrestling for WWE and went for that UFC fight. I can understand why WWE wouldn't want to promote that because this is one of your like top stars. And if he goes and loses, his kind of stock kind of lowers. So it's one of those things where WWE will be, let's wait till after the fight. And then when he wins, we can be like, oh, Brock Lesnar, our guy won in UFC rather than going, Brock's got a big fight and he gets knocked out in a minute, you know? But this is scripted. They already know who's going to win the match. So why wouldn't you just do something? I think it was a missed opportunity. And honestly, I feel um, there's no real direction with the title on AEW right now. I feel a tag match, which seems like we're going to with Mox and Kingston against Kenny and whoever, seems beneath Mox going for the title. And I can't see Mox going for the title again because we kind of finished that story. So I feel like we're in a bit of limbo with the AEW title in Definitely. Kenny right now. But that being said, I really enjoy Mox and Kingston together. I think their chemistry is awesome. And I think they're very funny and bring out a bit of a different side from each other. Yeah, it's it's definitely a great team. They're definitely hitting for me there. I, I just I thought that we would because they don't ever come back or explain this angle. 
with the truck no. and the trailer. They where did they go? They didn't explain it. They didn't mention it. They just pretended like so. It's that's I I don't like that. So that means just tune in next week to mm. figure out that it was a either this whole thing they were filming was fake. They knew that you were going to hit the trailer. Yeah, part of me was thought it was gonna, then going to pan out and they're actually in Nashville in their yeah. trailer, like, watching and, ha <laughs> those yeah. idiots. Yeah. But there wasn't any there wasn't that. like that. That's legit. I thought they were going to do that. But they didn't even do that. So I was yeah. like, that's so, that's so weird. Very odd. Yeah, because they don't go back to that. So, yeah, tune into your watch-along of the Impact pay-per-view. Yeah. For, uh, I think it's going to be the Good Brothers with the Impact titles, the Bucks of the Tag titles in AEW and Canada Absolutely. with both titles. Yeah, Bullet Club taking over the biz, killing the business. We go to Powerhouse Hobbs from Team Taz fighting against Christian Cage. Taz is pissed because Christian didn't join his stupid team. Mm. So he's getting his big muscle man to fight him here. Hobbs right away throws Christian out of the ring. He's powerhousing him just like his name all over the the place, wrestling him around. Christian gets fed up and just straight up slaps him in the face, which pisses him off even more. So he's just like side slamming him, throwing him around like nothing. Uh, Gets Christian on the outside and like pulls his arm through the guardrail, which looks pretty painful. Back in the ring after commercial, Christian comes back with like the the pendulum kick in the corner mm. there where he kicks you in the face and then the flying spinning elbow uppercut thing and then runs into a spine buster for a near fall. Christian lays him out, hits the frog splash off the top, but Hobbs kicks out. As Hobbs is going for some sort of power slam to the turnbuckle into something, Christian gets out of it, slips out, locks in the kill switch, hits him with it. Christian pins Hobbs. A uh, good good battle here i thought i think christians looked great these last two matches uh looked exhausted after but i think it worked to kind of put over hobbs a bit a bit like oh that was a battle and the way christian won was just kind of catching him with the kill switch uh i i quite enjoyed this does christian face kenny at double or nothing yeah i mean it's not double of nothing's what end of may yeah 25th i think maybe it we need to blow off the whatever's going on with mocks i imagine maybe they want to get the rebellion pay-per-view out the way first and then they don't even care i know it's it seems very odd um maybe it's like some is there maybe another blood and gut smash that's multi-man or something in a few weeks that's like also also super violent because mocks and kingston and stuff i don't know yeah really don't know but christian christian hobbs yeah it kind of was what i figured it would be to get you knew christian was winning so it's like all right but I see some stuff in Hobbs, definitely. He's Me big too. and yeah. strong and can throw people around and looks pretty good considering he's kind of new at this and stuff. But yeah, um, Christian gets the win. Not yeah, I don't shy. know if Christian Kenny feels hot yeah. yet, but they, they do have time. They've got five weeks, it feels like. Double or nothing is May 30th. Yeah. Thank you, Rishi, in the Twitch chat. Yeah, so, so a lot of TV still. Yeah. We have a video from Jade. She basically bigs up. What, what is that funny? Can I sum this one up? Yeah, please. Okay, uh... Where is this? Okay. Jade says she wants a manager. Vicky then pitches to be a manager. Jade says that she don't need a manager because she's her own boss. So if you want to be Jade's manager, you've got to make an offer. Was that it? Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. That was, that was it. She says... She says Everyone you... says I need a manager, so yeah. I'm going to get a manager. But I don't need no manager. Vicky's like, I'll be a manager. I don't need no man. I don't need no manager. But if you want to be my manager, I'll I'll listen. So she says, everyone out there, if you're interested in signing Jade, 
so, so, you know, make me a deal. So we're going to have Matt Hardy cutting a pitch for Jade next week. And then who else have we got? This is a podcast, but you could hear my You're eyes sighing. rolling. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes rolling there for that. Yeah. I don't want to see Jade with anyone. Wait a right second. Now. Was Matt Hardy on Dynamite tonight? No. His dad just passed away, didn't he? So oh, I imagine maybe it's. Oh, man. RIP. Their dad was awesome, yeah. dude. Uh, I, I was a big fan of Hardy's. I own mm-hmm. a lot of their, all the DVDs, anything they put out. And his dad is, was always yeah. featured. And I read their book and, and always talked. So RIP, the Hardy's dad, mm-hmm. legit. They, they had quite a, a, a tough, tough go with the single dad life for a while there. Mm-hmm. But that guy was so supportive of these guys. And look, he's big money, Matt, now. Yeah. <laughs> but RIP, Papa, Papa Hardy. That yeah. is unfortunate news. Uh, so, um, well, now I sound like a dick for saying Sorry. Hardy wasn't on Sorry, TV. Sorry, but I assume that's maybe why. We're yeah, that, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. But, uh, also at the same we time. We can pitch for Jade. <laughs> now I'm going to tear my tune and say, I want Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy and Jade, Jade. The power team. That'd be great. That'd be Taking so the Matt Hardy, what are they called? Matt Hardy brand, family the Har- office, the Hardy family office, the Hardy office, the Hardy party. The Hardy Party Family Office. Okay. <laughs> no, it's just the Hardy Family Office. Gotcha. HFO. HFO. Yeah, good stuff. Let's go to our main event. Oh, yeah. So apparently, yeah, apparently he was on like the last like thing. Like he was on TV the past few weeks. So he was on last week. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But I don't know how it works with tapings and oh, right. funerals, okay. maybe. I don't know. True. Yeah. We go to our main event, which is the TNT Championship match, the TNT title on the line. The champion, Darby Allen, defending against the challenger, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. So this is an interesting match. This isn't a match you would, if you were watching and someone who doesn't watch wrestling was in the room, they'd, they'd be like, what's going on here? Because you see Jungle Boy come out with his usual entrance with Baltimore, which still fucking kicks ass. On the shoulders of a dinosaur. Mm. So it's a Tarzan-looking dude on the shoulders of a dinosaur against this emo kid with half a skull face paint, which looked super awesome tonight. The face paint here was great. With his dad in full face paint named Sting with a bat. For for me, these two, uh, along with MJF and, uh, sorry, Ricky Starks, I'd say, are going to be the future of this company For these sure. are going to be the main eventers in five to ten years hopefully and the idea of this match kind of reminded me of when the rock and triple h were feuding over the intercontinental title mm. and they were lower down the card and then you go back to that feud two years later and they're both these huge main right. eventers and that's kind of what i saw with this and going into it i was quite excited to see these two mix it up because i do see these two battling Time and time down the line. 100%. I'm definitely super high on how AEW's got this, like, young roster talent. Like, your MJFs and and Jungle Boys and Darbies. Like, these guys are so young. And they're already, like, killing it and stealing Mm. the show and and doing all the stuff. But you're right. In, like, 10 years, I think Jungle Boy will be a main event, like, attraction in pro wrestling. 10 years. Give him 10 years and he'll be, like, the guy at at some point. And and the same could be said about Darby and your MJF. Like, that's what – like, you're right. Like, these guys can definitely – be that and we'll maybe look back at how they gave this match away for free on tnt for the tnt title jungle boy 
Darby Allen. Um, they start going around here. They're um, like chain wrestling, side wrestling, and some of Darby's paint gets on Jungle Boy here. Um, but his paint looks so cool. Like the skull is just awesome again. Um, they they have a spot where they're on the outside and Darby is against the guardrail and Jungle Boy just runs at him and they both fly over this, which was just like I shouted at my TV like, whoa, holy. Uh, they go back into the ring during a break and there's a crazy superplex where Darby just like sells it like death here. Um, Jungle Boy comes at him with a belly to belly into the turnbuckle, then a German suplex and then a beautiful bridging tiger suplex. But Darby kicks out. Darby comes back with a stunner and then there's almost like a poison Rana from Jungle Boy, but it's almost like a victory roll crucifix bomb mm. it looked it looked awesome uh only a near fall here there's then a coffin drop to the apron uh which looks like it hurts really bad because it's the hardest part of the ring this is where the dinosaur lucha man is getting too kind of close to this so sting gets a little mad so they come face to face sting and the dinosaur and they start to fight. So Sting slaps him up. They start brawling all over the place. They disappear. Uh, in the ring, there's a brain buster and this clubbing elbow from Jungle Boy here. But Darby kicks out of that. The snare trap, STF's kind of submission hold transitions as Darby gets out of it into a, the surfboard Romero special. And he keeps trying to get Darby in, back into the snare trap, which he does. And now it's like inverted. It's like a gravat, cravat type like yeah. inverted snare trap. This looks dirty. So nasty here. But Darby kind of using a heel tactic grabs the eyes of Jungle Boy and like rakes them and pulls on them, eventually making him let go of this. He then slaps Jungle Boy. They go counter for counter here, but the finish is Darby trapping J- Jungle Boy in the last supper pinning combination and pins him to retain the title. But yeah, I'd say the future is bright because uh, this was the match of the show for me. Yeah, this was really good. Um, I could have done without the Sting and Luchasaurus bit. Yeah. Um, sorry, but Team Taz were like assaulting Darby and giving Sting so much shit for weeks before Sting did anything physical. And then this is just a TNT title match between two baby faces and Luchasaurus gets a bit excited, so he fucking punches him and brawls to the back. It seemed a bit extreme for these two because I can't see... We're not having a Sting Luchasaurus match. Hell so. yeah, we do. Yeah, we need I, that. I found that a bit odd, but the match itself I thought was very good and I like the finish. I think The Last Supper looks like it will legit just trap you yeah. and, and pin your, your shoulders down. I uh, thought this was really good. I like the the slight kind of heelness from Darby with the right to the eyes. It's more just really want to hold this title and even uh jack perry coming back after with those palm strikes was kind of heelish like right in the face um just puts over how how much both guys want this championship uh i thought this was good and a another solid main event from darby yeah so i i love darby allen and he's they're definitely doing the right thing with him with the whole he's got a great look he's a great wrestler but for me still every time i watch jungle boy i'm like dude you're awesome mm. you have this look you're still you're still growing up again you're you're super young but he's figured out like what this is all about like he has this little storytelling within the matches and stuff uh the hair is out of this world the jungle boy oh, hair yeah. like everything's going for this kid i i'd say there's a lot of good hair in AEW. yeah hair is hair is on point looks alone uh work and like mm. obviously like the classic tarzan boy style look here works for him the theme song is banging but this guy is 
one of the like as soon as I, I heard it was Jungle Boy and Darby, like I had to watch this show. Yeah. I find that the two characters that draw me in just personally for me is Penta and Jungle Boy. And they're kind of two different kind of wrestlers at the same time, not different mm. at all. But I, I, I like them uh, a lot. And I thought this was a great man. It'll event, be interesting. AEW, sorry, uh, Darby Allen main eventing AEW again. His segments have been very good in the ratings. So obviously last week, the 1.219 million or whatever it was um, last week, unopposed. Be interesting to see if they they keep it up. I imagine maybe a little bit of a drop-off. Maybe there was a bit of intrigue from some NXT people that won't be tuning in every week. But I think the ratings will still be pretty good. And I'd really like to see if this is the highest moment again with Darby Allen. Yeah, I, I think this. I like this match way better than the the Matt Hardy one. Was it? Last, it feels oh yeah, like it was recent. Was mm. when was that? It, uh, he's been doing a lot of TNT title week, matches. Think, yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed. Yeah, it must have been last last week. Then. I think. Yeah, that's crazy because he's been defending the title nonstop, which is great. You should be like we yes. mentioned Kushida with that NXT Cruiserweight Open Challenge mm. thing. Now maybe he'll just keep doing it. It's like that's 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 what champions do. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I like this match. This was another classic A and W A and W A W Dynamite <laughs> uh, Team Burger. I I like this main event a lot, and I think these two are future stars here. And and uh, I I can't wait to see where they go down the line. But great stuff from 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 these two. Overall, uh, a pretty solid There's show. After the match. oh right, sorry, yeah. How could I forget? Because after the match, Darby and Jungle Boy laying in the ring after this are attacked. From Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, there's a beatdown, the ego's edge to Darby, but out comes Lance Archer for the save. You know Lance. Why not? Yeah, Matt Hardy was not here. Lance, Lance is there in the back. Ah, why not? I'll so get involved. Jake's just chilling on the ramp as well there. Like, yeah, I'm here too. So Sting comes out with the bat, scares off the baddies. So now it's Sting and Archer seem to be on the same page here. So maybe they're, they're, they're a team. This was just one too many brawls at the end of the show for me uh i know they're trying to i guess set up the team of scorpio sky and page uh, they're they're furthering the lance archer and the sting thing but i feel a lot of dynamites have finished like this recently last week felt very overbooked the the main event and i felt this week a lot of the matches ended in these kind of scuffles and and this just felt a bit flat after a great match this fell a bit flat for me also Sting coming out with the bat after brawling with Luchasaurus. I was half expecting a shot to Luchasaurus at the back, just covered in blood, laid out. Oh my god! Sting's come back with his bat. Where's Luchasaurus? Taken out. Yeah. Damn. Sting looked fine. Want a Sting? I want a Sting versus Luchasaurus cinematch. Yeah. It's all like dinosaur era, and it's dino. They sting. can t- turn into like animation, and then it's like <sighs> scorpion versus dinosaur thing, and then they go back to themselves. Be great, Dicky. Work on it. Yeah, Dicky, get us to get, get us involved. Mm. <laughs> Something somehow. Dicky needs to do animations for our entrances. Yeah, one time for our next thing. If you anyone wants to write any entrance music, <laughs> Jim Johnston. Jim Johnston, where are you at? Uh, yeah. So so Sting and Archer are on the same page. Maybe we'll get uh, Darby and Jungle Boy versus All Ego and Scorpio Sky. That could be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, perhaps that. Like joining forces yeah. here, like, hey, I know you beat me, but we could be boys. And and we know Ethan Page and Darby have good chemistry, so we could be going to that again. Scorpio is obviously still... I, I don't really see these guys maybe as a tag team. I still... The fact that they're feuding with Darby, I feel Scorpio wants that title. Okay, so Ego pins Darby somehow 
in in cheeky ways uh, when they have a tag match, and then that's how he gets a title shot uh-huh. against yeah. like them. But yeah, uh, overall, a uh, great great not not I'm not the best episode, but still some some highlights were definitely the main event for me, and uh, some of the wrestling was was pretty good, solid wrestling. Um, I liked the both both title matches tonight, the women's title and the TNT yeah. Championship. I thought were really good. Uh, as I said, a bit repetitive with the kind of shenanigans and run-ins and stuff tonight. Um, yeah, solid, but not the best episode to, for me. Yeah. Well, uh, was there any uh, any uh, patrons who've uh, called in? Uh, I know we haven't asked any. Yeah, we forgot to ask at the beginning. But if you are a patron, uh, you can call in every uh, every Wednesday night. Still trying to get my head around what day it is. With the yeah, weekend. NXT moving to Tuesdays definitely. Ma- I've been... Every Wednesday for the past, I don't know how many years of my life I've been watching NXT, and now I just feel like a free man that I can just watch AEW now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so confused. I feel, you know when you go to Vegas um, and you don't know what time it is because you're inside That's just time? me, life in any city, yeah. damn it. No, but it's 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 always daylight, like inside, oh, and okay. they pump air in or whatever to keep you awake, and there's no clocks on the walls. That's how I feel like with these podcasts right now. Okay. Uh, but we have Magan who, uh, who's entering the Zoom room. Who okay. Wants to talk. And yeah, any patrons, if you're in the Twitch room right now watching and you want to call in, uh, I've posted the link on the Patreon. So go to Magan if you'd like to, uh, unmute yourself. And what would you like to talk about today? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Um, Dynamite was solid. Dynamite was solid tonight. Um, I, I dug Sheeta and Conti very, very much. It was a very good match, mm. and I feel like this is her. I feel like this is Conti's best performance since uh, she since uh, she came to AEW, and uh, I feel like I feel like Britt Baker should be the one to throw Sheeta at double or nothing since it's going to be on the one year anniversary of her winning the championship, and. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. Do you do you think they're trying to get more people in for Double or Nothing? Because they were bringing up today about uh, Shida's never really been a champion in like a full crowd or whatever. Wow. So I wonder if I don't know. They may be going to try and bring in more people for Double or Nothing. I haven't really heard. I hope she gets it. I hope she gets that because I feel like I mean I feel like I feel like the past year I feel like she never really got that you know that uh, hero's reaction. So I hope she gets it. That is if. Double nothing's gonna get a, a fuller house, and mm. uh, I kind of also there was a bit of a missed opportunity when it comes to when it comes to Kenny Omega and Rich Swan because I feel like the AEW Impact you know cross promotion has been a little bit one sided because like we would get we would get Anderson and Gallows appearing regularly, but we never get the, we never get Rich Swan because he he's got a big match on Sunday, so it's I, it's a little bit of a missed opportunity there. To, in my yeah, opinion. and and you would think. If, if Kenny is the one who's going to win it, wouldn't you want to make the Impact Championship feel as valuable as possible so it actually means something when Kenny's won it, you know? And I think by maybe highlighting Rich Swan a bit on AEW and have him, like, be in some good matches might make it feel a bit more... It is very weird. Um, do, you, do you expect Kenny to win, I assume, Magan? I mean, it, it could surprise us because, you know, you, you never know with Impact because, I mean... I mean, Impact wants to hang on to that championship, so yeah, I don't, I don't suspect a title change. It'll be a good, ma- be a great match, but I don't suspect a title well, change. Maybe we're missing something here. Maybe we're we're all a ruse because Kenny was in a trailer truck accident tonight. 
how can he have a match if he was in a car accident? <laughs> He's going to pull out during the show. He's going to pull it's gonna be out. Hornswoggle taking his place. I, feel, I mean, I, I do think that, you know, the elite really like took some hints from Shaq and had to disappear quickly because Mox, Mox and Kingston tried to like invade the trailer and they were gone. Yeah, yeah, Maggie, you're right. Remember when Shaq was just in the ambulance and then we never got the angle. Where'd Shaq go? Where'd oh, he yeah. go? Well, the elite, where'd you guys go? Okay, so we've got the full sale park. Car, uh, parking lot yeah. is where people get beaten up. Do people vanish? You is disappear. this some Twilight Zone shit in the Daily Place <laughs> car Daily's park place where triangle. people go into vehicles and just vanish? Why are and people show up on impact or whatever? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Where did they go? Where are they? Oh, man. Mm, that's, that's very funny. That's very uh, funny. And yeah, uh, come a couple more things. Um, a couple more things. Darby Allen and Jungle Boy was really was very good. I mean, those two are going to be like career rivals. Like if you go, if you we go back to it like five years later and uh finally you think it's too soon for hangman page to, to face kenny omega double or nothing because i hope that, that gets dragged out even further because i feel like yeah they kind of pushed gonna, that he was under he's on this streak and that he technically is the next in line for the mm. shot they did say that but yeah i don't know is it too soon i i feel it's too soon i yeah. i feel <laughs> what's the one after double or nothing all out i guess is I that, yeah Chicago, that, if that is yeah, I, I feel that would be a better destination, September. I feel that's a better build for, for ha Kenny Hangman because we've already had the match. So I, I feel you need to go on a bit more of a journey with Hangman first and Kenny yeah. become even more egotistical and further away from when they were the friends and the tag team. Yeah, it's, that's not, I, I, I can't wait to see that match. Oh, that's yeah. Definitely I think, end game. I, I do think, I'd mean to cut you guys off. I do think Hangman should be the guy that throw Kenny Omega at all out because. It'll be the it'll be two full years since you know Hangman was in a world title match and then Jericho beat him for the for the title mm. first and then I think there'll be I think there'll be the right time to like you know give him the, give him the title. Yeah, that's yeah, all I got. Definitely. Thank you. Guys. Hey, thank thank you thank very you, much, Megan. Megan. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling in. Let's go thank to you. the Windy City with Jake. Uh, How are you doing, City. Jake? Uh, well, for me, the uh, I, I think the best explanation I could put forward, as I mentioned on the Shack thing as well, is that they probably become. The, the elite probably became one with the force and then you can use that explanation mm. to they pull out from the impacts <laughs> from the force. rebellion pay-per-view yeah they just use the force kenny's gonna disappear. use the force who uses the force in, to disappear like just all these ben so uh obi-wan kenobi yeah just, luke disappears just yeah. fuck off yeah that yeah, could the, be the, it. yeah kenny the, the starts Kyle hearing the voices ending. from everyone just the pull out <laughs> game strong for the elite yes. here tonight <laughs> <laughs> what's on your mind jake uh, yeah the kyle running the kyle ren ending as well so um yeah but other than that uh i i have to agree with morgan um because like you i i watched the uh, the press conference uh that impact had last week uh and i don't know if you guys saw it uh with mm. with uh swan and yeah it was and great Kenny omega and it was tremendous like it, it was a real like it was like ufc press conference where you got you know, like Josh in the in the front, Josh Matthews in the front. You got kind of like what Dana White always does uh, every time there's a big UFC pay per view, and and you had like real reporters, like you you got Bill Apter there, you got Dave Lagreco, you got Ariel Hawani. So yeah, I mean, I mean the only thing that I could this is just spec baseless speculation, but maybe like TNT is kind of reluctant on like, you know, showcasing like another wrestling product. But uh, that's that's from my perspective, I think. But yeah, it's like. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of like a ball dropper on that one. It's like you could have at least, you know, let Kenny 
um, um have uh show some of that off and like it, it, can, it can give like popular like give like more eyeballs to your product so but that's just my opinion um and, and yeah well uh but a solid show overall tonight. Uh, two title matches were very good. Uh, Sheen and Conti, uh, Conti in particular, had me on the edge with the near falls and the home stretch. Uh, really, uh, really fun. And Hangman versus Starks was really strong. And the Inner Circle Pinnacle promos were terrific. Uh, even though Jericho was, Jericho was a little low on the uh, on the singing part there. Uh, could have used like, <laughs> could have done the karaoke. Could have done yeah, you can tell he hasn't toured for a while, too. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no <laughs> He's a bit out of practice with the old yeah. singing. Yeah, so yeah, those are our thoughts on Dynamite tonight. Uh, but the one thing is that um, I, I do want to give my thoughts on the Austin doc uh, on the Austin biography on AM. Yeah, sure. It was it was tremendous. I don't know if you guys saw. Did you guys uh, see it yet? Yeah, we yeah, have. Yeah. yeah, we spoke about it last night. Yeah, no, I was a pretty big fan uh, of it. I'm interested in seeing what else the other ones they do. Yeah, so I I I, I thought it was tremendous. Uh, it was. I thought it was very smart and how they used uh, a lot of footage of, of Austin uh, before his WWE run. Like they had a lot of ECW stuff uh, and, 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 and his uh, WCW stuff with stunning Steve and the tremendous promos that he had on an ECW as well. So, and I, I, it really touched me. And, and one thing, and one thing that really touched me is when uh, Austin talk about uh, his relationship with his daughters uh, because of like how long that he was on the road and how much, you know, he was away from them for so long, for so many, uh, for s- such a long time. And, and how, like he was talking to one of his daughters and he, he, he and she then had an English accent as a result of moving uh, with their mother, uh, with their mother uh, in the UK. So yeah, that, that really, happened like, to me. If I hang out with this guy too long, do podcasts <laughs> with this guy for three years, I walk around and start saying in it and calling people mate. You've picked up some things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've learned some really dirty words that British <laughs> people say. But yeah, maybe it is a thing. Hey, the Brits have Brits have a tremendous charm. So I've definitely given it there. So that's my that's my dream vacation. Like, you know, going to Britain uh, someday. UK? Like, yeah. 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 Always dream for that. Um, I, I For me, the only negative uh, in this documentary is that... Um, Bruce Pritchard with Bruce Pritchard. Uh, he was very unbearable in this whole thing. In my opinion, he is so full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like every time, like that's the one thing, that's the one aspect that people should, should be aware of when watching this thing is that Bruce Pritchard is full of shit. And mm. every time, like the company wants to put forward this explanation and, and their defense is like, that that's no, sure I'll, I'll give it to him. That's the guy with the, with the, def- that will come out with the defense. And, but it's just so like, just just always like coming up with just such bs stories and like you know just, yeah like, i, I enjoy his podcast I, a lot but he does uh have my eyes rolling and it's it's even the stuff like the uh the austin cuts the king of the ring promo and then the next night he's a there's austin 316 oh. everywhere and he's the biggest guy and it's like mm, it didn't quite happen like that it was a good few months before it things really yeah. started to kick off it wasn't until it wasn't it's until wwe narrative isn't it it wasn't yeah. until the bread feud, really, but the, you know that's revisionist history on yeah. on Pritchard's part and, and Vince's part. So that's pretty much the the negative I have on this on this Austin talk. Um, with the, with the stuff coming up on A and E, um, because as a result of watching this, um, obviously there's Brett, uh, but to be honest with you, I'm not looking forward to that one and whatever interpretation of Montreal uh, they'll put forward. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm done with that story. Like I, I'm all Montreal out for the rest of my life. So uh, it's interesting. Sorry, sorry, but it's like, yeah, we've, 
we're wrestling fans. We know all these docs on all these things. I know all these stories of everyone. So like what I want to know is kind of the other things. I liked Austin telling me that he had to eat potatoes and tuna to survive and stuff like that. I liked hearing that and made me wonder like, what's the, what are future docs going to say? What are these people angled? Like at the, the, like Dave Schultz gym and Foxcatcher and all that and going, going to the Olympics and, working his way through that to me is interesting but yeah jake it's like we know the montreal screw job we've heard austin talking about walking out in oh three yeah so yeah we we know a lot of these stories already i'm waiting for that 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 grand metal grand metal league doc that that (laughs) they need to put out so i should i should want one mention one more thing and i'll I'll be happy to get off um so paul just mentioned this on uh, rewind a dynamite uh, so a and e has their uh, a and e is coming up with the uh with the with the ultimate warrior uh, in a few weeks and also not only that dark side of the ring will have their episode on the ultimate warrior mm-hmm. a, a warrior this season yeah. so it's going to be very interesting how uh how we will compare the two and see how much like information will be bought out between both of them and I, I'm oh, I know how it's going to be. <laughs> One is going to be this inspiring warrior who uh, yeah, this yeah. we now have an award That's true, yeah. in the Hall of Fame, and he he cut this incredible speech the day before he died, and then the other one's going to be the truth about a piece of shit. <laughs> I have I have still the DVD, the self destruction of Ultimate yeah. Warrior, uh, that we should ro- watch. That. I still have that too. Too. Yeah, yeah. I still have. They they do they do not want people having that DVD. Mm. They change their tune, obviously. But yeah. Yeah, that is true. I, I I love Dark Side of the Ring, and I'm more interested in in those definitely. They but got that, me sold. That's very interesting though to watch two documentaries covering the same subject, and you just know they're going to be completely different. Yeah, it's, definitely. That that itself will be quite interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Snyder Cut, like a whole different version of the same material. I like Dark Side of the Ring because I like true crime documentaries. And Mm. I've mentioned this before on shows like the true crime docs. I watch 2020. I'm all about that kind of stuff. And Dark Side of the Ring gets into that stuff. Mm. It it does your dateline thing where it's like, uh, well, the ultimate warrior was the ultimate warrior. Or was he? Yeah. It's like, and then the black and white <laughs> negative colors hit. And it's like, ah, yeah, that's what I'm all about. So Dark Side of the Ring has my vote still. But the Austin A&E doc was pretty great, too. Well, thank you very thank much, you, Jake. Jake. Nice to hear from thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. Hope you have a great week. Appreciate it. And you. And finally, we were talking about the, the Daily's Place Bermuda Triangle, the Twilight Zone. And up pops in the Zoom chat, Chris Leone. Whoa. Ding, 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 ding. Is that what happened, Chris? You heard the Twilight Zone and thought, I got to call in. That's exactly it. My ears (laughs) perked up. Um, I I really just have a question uh, for you guys. Um, I just wanted, and I don't know if this is going to be stepping on your toes for the primer, Davey, but Mm. a few months into this relationship between A and uh, AEW and Impact, how would you guys assess it so far? It seemed like back in December, this was like the hottest angle and the possibility seemed endless. And now we're going into this pay-per-view where Kenny's probably going to win the Impact title. And it just seemed like an afterthought on this show. How would you guys kind of assess this relationship so far and where do you think it's going? Because it seems pretty flat at this moment. I, I will jump in right away and say, because I, I didn't do Deep Impact. I didn't watch every week. I gave up on this show a very, very long time ago. And I will say anytime it had my interest, especially when Kenny showed up, I had to tune in and, and find out. I think a lot of wrestling fans tuned in because Kenny apparently is a draw. I'm not sure mm. if anyone knew that, but I like many wrestling fans tuned in. And as soon as I saw a little bit of impact, I went, this sucks. Mm. It sucks. Why, why would they do anything with this company? It looks bad. And 
maybe they realize that and they go, we don't care. Cause they do not show, they don't, this was like the first time they mentioned it. And it was in one comment, like Moxley, when he had that match with Kenta promoted it at least better than they've promoted. Mm-hmm. And Moxley wasn't even defending the AEW title cause it's technically title versus title. So yeah, there's definitely something, maybe we'll be talking about documentaries down the line about how this kind of thing worked out. Cause it maybe there was something that had to change. Maybe people weren't happy with the way it was going. This to me, seems to only serve Kenny. It doesn't really serve AEW at all, I don't think, because they haven't promoted it. It's just kind of been a way to get his friends Gallows and Anderson to hang out with them on Wednesdays. And it's just to add to this belt collector gimmick. Like, it, when we were talking about the Forbidden Door to start with, the first thing most people were talking about was, wow, that knockouts division, that would really help AEW. And they haven't done any of that. Uh, we had what private party for a few weeks on impact. I think it, I mean, impact are going to get a good pay-per-view buy for impact this Sunday. So I guess it, for them, it's, it's been somewhat beneficial because I, I do think it would have helped them, but I think it's just a missed opportunity from both sides to do something a bit bigger and maybe we'll get there. Maybe with Kenny taking that title and representing both companies on both days, it might build up to something bigger, but it, it feels a bit of a missed opportunity uh what are your thoughts chris yeah i mean i I would kind of agree i'm i haven't been the biggest follower of aew obviously with nxt moving now i'm watching you know start to finish whereas before i just kind of like pick and choose segments based on what i've heard has been good but yeah again just going back of from the feeling back in december when the good brothers showed up it seemed like oh man this is going to change everything and yeah just like from listening week to week and what little bit i watch it just seems like yeah, it's a complete afterthought. And like you said, yeah, it seems more like to serve the purpose of Kenny getting the belts. And again, they could certainly do a lot more with it in the future. But I would say from what we all thought was going to happen when it first started, I think it has been a little bit of a letdown. That doesn't mean it can't improve. But yeah, I was just wondering what your guys' take on that was. Because again, I'm not watching every single week and just wanted to know if my perspective was way off base. But it sounds like we're kind of in sync on that. Yeah, it feels kind of lackluster. Maybe, like I mentioned, Kenny should be listing off all the old TNA people and being mm. like, this means I'm officially like impact champion. It means I'm entering like that hall. I'll be this. And that means I'm better than all of those people because I'm double champ. I'm triple champ. I'm rocking all these titles. I'm I'm the, I'm the champion, belt collector, all this shit. And they're not even saying that stuff. He's barely saying things on TV. It's kind of weird. It's mm. like we're supposed to know everything without actually knowing everything. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of bizarre. It, it feels like a twilight zone episode. Chris. Yeah. Or it's like when uh, Buffy or Willow show yeah. up in an episode of angel. And then the next episode of Buffy, they don't really reference it at all. At all. Yeah. It's like when, when a bed showed up in Cougar town and the, in community, community. Right. Abed, yeah. He shows up in Cougar town. And then time later, they're like, yeah, that one time I got kicked off the set in Cougar Town. And then one episode they showed that he, <laughs> he did. Uh, Chris, uh, thanks for the call, man. And uh, before you go, the next time I randomly want to get stoned and put on a, uh, some old school Twilight Zone episodes, which one should I watch? Oh, geez. Because <laughs> <laughs> the one episode, if anyone wants to listen back in deep in the Patreon, we did an Up Yours with World Champ, Chris Leone, you, good sir. And you picked a few retro Twilight Zone episodes. And me and Davey had such a blast doing that. And I, I need to watch more of them. Yeah, I'm down for more. Like, drop in 
drop in the chat or something if you can't come up with the top of the head. Yeah. Like maybe we'll, we'll a couple talk, more episodes. Maybe like around October, we'll be talking to you. You're up. Yours is still valid for your whatever you pick, but maybe we'll talk to you about Twilight Zones for maybe some Halloween in the yeah. future. Cause we had a blast, dude. You got us sucked into the old school Twilight Zone uh, stuff. Uh, and the new one's still going, mm. right? I think. Yeah, yeah, new I, one, I, uh, new one. I think has a second season. The one that comes to mind is "It's a Good Life." So that's the one with the little boy who can like make things manifest and stuff like that. That that right. that's kind of one of the ones that I would have put in if I had some more to choose from. "It's okay. a Good Life" would be my my number one recommendation. All right, Twilight gotcha. Zone. I, I want to hear at Up Next podcast from all the other Twilight Zone Best people. Twilight Zone yeah, 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 we want to we want to check them out. Uh, thank you very thank much, you, Chris. Chris. Thanks for everyone calling in. Uh, thank you very thank much, you, Chris. Chris. Thanks for everyone calling in. Yeah. Hey, guys, thank you so much. Um, patrons, you can always call into uh, some of our call-in shows that we decide to do this because Zoom is a great, useful thing that we can do. So, patrons, you're always welcome to call in for BD Elite and uh, pro- possibly some future. Uh, maybe you'll take calls on your Impact one. Yeah, probably. Probably yeah, Sunday night go. we'll be taking calls. Yeah. This Sunday night, John Ceno. Davey Portman will be doing not only a post-show, but a watch-along for the Impact Pay-Per-View Rebellion. You guys will be talking all about it and then a post-show. And don't forget a little bit of a primer, too, leading up to all the other stuff going on in Impact, like mm-hmm. their X Division and their Women's Division, which does have some cool stuff. I know I'm like kind of negative on them, but there are some diamonds in the rough over there. It's the talent oh, yeah. that shine. It's the company that's still kind of absolutely hokey and garage typey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you guys for listening to us talk about AEW. We talk about so much wrestling, and uh, we appreciate you uh, letting us into your ears yeah we appreciate it thank you very much we'll be back with you very soon as Braden said yeah but from us yeah sign up still still time this month patreon.com slash up next and uh we love taking calls so yeah patrons call in yeah that's another thing like that twilight zone was up yours from months back and it once you sign up to the patreon you get access to all the shows that we've done so that's all everything including all these random movie reviews and tv show reviews and and just everything back in there it's all accessible once you sign up you can pick and choose through the shows and catch up and and all that stuff shout out everyone catching up and again, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. Uh, we're going to have a lot going on on Twitch for the rest of the week. I believe Eric Marcotte and Jordan Goodman are going to be watching SummerSlam 92 tomorrow from 9 p.m. Eastern time. You'll have the other guys this Friday uh, going through Falcon and Winter Soldier, the final episode of season one, as well as uh, other movies they've seen this week. Uh, going into a SmackDown watch long. That's Friday night from 6.30 Eastern time. And then it will be the Rebellion watch along and post show this Sunday. I'm going to be watching. I'm a fan of these this these two DJs called Two Friends, okay. and they just do, they're kind of like girl talk. They do mashups. Gotcha. And I I recommend looking up Two Friends Big Booty Mixes, where they just do hour long mashups of all these songs, and they're doing a live one this Saturday that I'm kind of like interested. Live streaming is the new wave of concerts Mm. since we can't go to them but that's another thing i'm checking out uh thank you guys for listening follow on our socials at up next podcast instagram and twitter and i myself brayden harrington you can find me on twitter and instagram at the bray d and you can find me at davy portman take care goodbye be safe and shout out hook in those leather pants ahoy
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.